the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. You're listening to the Hard Shoulder. I'm Mark Hagney sitting in for Kieran Cuddy, and I am delighted, and I'm always delighted actually to be joined by this lady. But uh, for the Thursday interview today, my guest is Mary Coughlin. Afternoon. Bloody Good Mary, afternoon. how are you? Good afternoon. If people could see me now, they'd see the biggest, biggest smile on my face because I'm delighted to see you. Well, look, uh, let, let's declare ourselves here, right? Let's be upfront. Uh, we, have we have a, a, past. a very long history. <laughs> we do. We have a past. Uh, and and it's very hard to know where to start. I Because I was there kind of at the start. I certainly was one of the first people to play your, your records the all first. those years ago. The uh, first. Was I? I thought Philip King was. No. Okay. Well, that's grand. Um, but he, here's the thing, Mary, right? And you know I love you dearly. And, and I've, I've supported you any way I possibly can because I think... Because I love you, but also no, 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 no. But also because I, the, you deserve it. I think you're a, a rare and special talent. But people like me, when we sit down with with people like you, we're trying to find out something new. Okay. And oh God. Well, you know, here's the thing: you have been so nakedly honest and open about yourself over the years, and so giving of yourself. Um, I'm not sure whether there is something new to find out, and if there is something new, I don't know whether we should because. Okay. And and the reason I say that to you is, is, do you need to keep something for yourself? Um, I, you know, I've been thinking about that recently. Um, but first of all, you were the first person and I, my mother phoned me one night. I'll never forget it. She was so excited. She said, Mary, you're on the radio. It was half 11 at night. I was wondering if my, my mother was up at half 11 at night. Uh, anyway, <coughs> thank you for that. And I am... Um, I have fond memories of those of those early days listening to Tired and Emotional. Thirty five years ago, my God, on I the radio, know. I moved to Dublin in August, shortly after that album was released. Double uh, okay, Cross, so by the way, is my favourite song on that, which we're going to play with a bit of. Sorry, yeah. I'm doing some concerts that are going to be very special this year, and they're all Tired and Emotional presented in full. Oh, the accordions and trumpets and everything, oh, as brilliant. it was in, in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. So look out for those. Well, I'll be at one of those but if it, I can. Um, keeping stuff to myself, yeah. Um, everybody at this stage in Ireland knows knows my history. Um, I don't like to bang on about it. Um, well, no, let's be honest. You reveal lots about your history at crucial social or times of social change. And those stories were very important in helping other people to come forward. Yeah. And you've, you see, here's, I'll throw two cliches at you. Heart on your sleeve and leading with your chin. Sometimes, though, I feel you lead with your heart on your chin and you go <laughs> looking for people <laughs> to take a swing at it. <laughs> and it's incredibly brave and God bless you for it. But it has also got to take an awful toll on you. And you just wonder how much of it can you take and how much more of it should you do? I think it's a thing that I should do. I, I've been asked recently to to um, advise um, and, and sit on the board of Carrie. Uh, C-A-R-I, which is... Um, I know it. Ab- abused children and their families. Yeah. And, uh, My and friend Alan Hughes does fundraisers for them. And I, year, yeah. in that capacity, and I'll do everything I can. I thought about it for a long time and I got very, very upset. Um, and then I spoke to Magella, the woman who worked there for 25 years, and the amount of stuff that's still going on in Ireland that we don't want to talk about, you know, really don't want to talk about. And it's gone up. Child abuse has gone up over the past 18 months. The m- calls to abuse aids... 40%, 40%, I saw that. 
Terrific. And I did a show called Woman Undone. It was kind of a modern opera with Valger Sigurdsson from um, Iceland. And I spoke about it a lot. We it's it's very visceral, and there's a lot of the stuff about abuse in it, and there's a particularly ho- horrific scene in it. And I was going into rehearsals, and I said, no, I'm going to stop. I'm not doing this. I can't do it. Just I've done enough. And on the radio, on news talk, listening in the car, one o six point zero zero, a story of three young girls in Galway who were the story had just broke. And it's only a few years ago about um, an abuse thing uh, with this, uh, with a foster family. Uh, And I said, okay, I have to do this, you know. And speaking to these people over the past few weeks, it's it's getting worse. Mm. It's it's something we don't like to talk about. So in answer to my question about leading with your chin and particularly with your heart on your chin, somebody has to do it. Somebody has to do it. And... You have no choice. I have no choice, no. Um, I haven't a choice to turn the other cheek or to turn the chin away, but um, if there are that many children in trouble in Ireland and nobody wants to do anything about it and the funding is, like, on the floor, mm. um, I said, yeah, okay. I, I have thought about it for a few days. Okay. Um, before I jumped right in. Well, look, uh, you wouldn't be Mary Coughlin. If you didn't, I, I just I, I just thought I'd ask the question. Uh, here's another question that I'm not sure too many people have asked you. Um, how important to Mary Coughlin being Mary Coughlin, you know, if, as we know her in all her facets now, is is coming from Galway originally? Or could you have come from anywhere and still ended up the person you are now? Oh, I think I'm a, a wild woman of the West. Well, now I wondered. Well, I I wondered how much of that was PR and how much of that was uh, when no. I got to know you. And I knew it was in your DNA. I'm actually more Donegal than I am Galway because my granny I identify with my um, father's mm. mother more than any other relative, and she had the red hair, and you know she had carrying water from the well, and she had a hard life, and I just loved her so much. Mm. Um, and she didn't have it easy, you know. Uh, but you know, so the red hair and the wild go- woman from the West is almost a a, 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 a cliche, though. Because if, in actual fact, if you were anywhere near as tough and as hard, you wouldn't have taken, if I can use the expression, half the amount of SH1T in your life that you did. No, but I, I, I am not really hard. You know. No, you're not. You're no. a great big softy jelly. I am just a big old softy jelly. I have to tell you this, folks, that there is nothing like a cuddle from Mary Coughlin when you need one. Um, <laughs> It is well, it we'll is warm and stage. embracing. Um yeah, well there you go. I am a big softy and I have a I don't have a hard exterior and stuff really, really gets to me. But um How actually how does somebody like you who has who has been in the business for as long as you have and let's face it, has been kicked around from one end of it to the other and survived, how how do things manage to get behind your wall and your defences so often? How do you mean? <laughs> You know exactly what I mean. Um, how do they manage to get? Um, I I have a very I had I had and I, you know I still go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I I have a bad a very bad boundaries you know, and part of that is because I've let people. I I thought I might have had a big sign on my forehead like for years you know, you know give me a dig in the head or whatever. Um, people I've loved and trusted have really, um, you know, done me over. Hmm. And I'm saying, like, really, am I that thick? Am I that green? Uh, you know, what is it? It's because my n- desire to 
be accepted and be loved overwhelms my um my better sense of judgment, I think. And that usually goes back to yeah. uh, a, a lack of self-esteem or a lack of self-love. Lack, lack of self, yeah. Trauma in my past and stuff and the need to be okay and the need to be loved and the need, you know. But, um, and and then stupid things like really bother me, you know, like, you know, and, and drag on for ages, you know. That I have a new album out. It's number number one. Life stories. We're going to talk about that while I'm while while we're 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 on this subject. You are essentially a blues singer, and you know the old cliche of you know you got to pay your dues if you want to sing the Jeez, blues. Yeah. I um I'm just wondering in 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 your case the talent the ability to do that is that a gift or a curse? I don't know. I, I mean, you have it one way or the other, <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> Oh, it's an incredible gift. Um, okay, I'm, well, st- I'm still able to. I'm I'm blessed that I'm still able to sing. Um, I I wrote some songs on that, and um, yeah, sure, I would be able to do what I, I don't think I would be able to do what I do if I didn't. If you hadn't been through what you've been through, yeah, I know that's a cliche too. Well, I'll, I'll, okay, let me rephrase but the it's, question. It was then, the so. only life for me. I was going nowhere at seventeen. You know, mm. going down a really and and what 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 I did I I wanted to stay at school but I couldn't. I wanted to leave home. You know. So well, you kind of answered the question there, so Mary. Right, it, it, the the personal toll on your life, in other words, the price you've had to pay for that gift, is it too high? Does it cost too much? And would you do it again? Oh, I'd do it again. All right. Okay. There okay, you go. No. So what? So the the pleasure that you've given and the pleasure that you've got from being able to do what you do and the place that I'm in now. Yeah. Um. I think it's been worth it. I mean, I know. But Jesus, it took a long time to get there. <laughs> I know, yeah. But like my, my daughter, Claire, lives with us now and Kieran and the three kids. You know, I have mm. a new granddaughter and the kids will be out tomorrow or the weekend. They spend every weekend, all my kids, you know. Uh, it was a long time there when that might have never been possible. They might have never, ever, I mightn't have been around. But mm. what, whatever I have now is because of all of of what's happened, you know, and all, you know. You're listening to uh, News Talk, The Heart Shoulders, Mark Hagney and for Kieran Cuddy, and I'm talking uh, to Mary Coughlin. Um, Mar- Mary, oh, uh, has anybody asked you this before? Describe yourself. Oh, God. <laughs> I know it's a horrible question. I wouldn't know how to answer it myself, but I'm asking the questions now, <laughs> answering them. Um, the lads in the band called me Mammy, which... <laughs> We were in the studio um, last week. I'm, I'm doing a new project, and uh, I would I I don't know what it is. I bring in the food, you know. I do I do the mammy stuff, you know, a lot. Um, um, do you know what I find weird. strange about that? Right for what? for a woman who is such a strong feminist, uh, the the, <clears throat> the 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 kind of just naturally sitting into that role or being that role strikes me as being strange. I would have thought that Mary Cockner would have said, come here, lads, you want food? No, Go and I get love, it yourself. You should I, be bringing I, it for me, I, not the other way around. It's a nurturing side of my nature that I'm exploring, okay? I I um, I like to nurture people um, or I, I, I like to be in a situation that's nurturing. I get an awful lot back. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have been you with bands to give over to the take. years that wouldn't come into a rehearsal room yeah. without cash up front, you know? I've never been asked by the lads that I work with now they're a newer younger generation of musicians that are just love to play you know uh, so we you know we, we have we have a great time together we go a lot of places and we've done a lot of stuff yeah 
So it is in I your am, nature uh, to give. You prefer to give. You want to do for people, yeah, uh, as I they used to say. To give, yeah. Does does that mean that inevitably you're going to be shortchanged because people are selfish, and people will take <coughs> if as long as somebody's prepared to give and and give freely, then people will take and. But take you freely. see, that's their problem. Mm. You know. So I, why should you change? In other words, like yeah, I I have even three years ago, four years ago, been ripped off by promoters. You know, why why do they want to do that? You know, um, I don't have a manager. I don't really have an agent. I do all my own work. And I decided years ago, you know, like I'm very friendly with Dennis now. But after Dennis and Dennis Desmond, I just I've kind of gone on my own. It's been very, very rough, you know, but I do the posters. I send the emails. I've done all that, you know, um, anymore. It's easier because it's on the Internet. Mm. But I used to put posters on the bus going to Cork and stuff. You know. <laughs> um, you're an extraordinary woman. You really are. Um, I, we look. We done. We, we kind of. <laughs> there's me saying. Do, I, is there any more private stuff about Mary Cochran that we we want to know? And I don't think we should do it because you should keep it to yourself. And we go straight into a deep dive. Let's 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 leave that there for the time being and talk about the last year because you you did a a, a a really good interview with Jackie uh, Hayden not so long ago where you talked about what the the last year eighteen months has been like and. Uh, as you know, most of my friends are musicians, actors, performers and all the rest of the gig economy. And I've had several, more than several, heartbreaking conversations with guys who've been playing musicians, professional musicians since they were 15. They're now my age and they've been at it for 45, 50 years. And I had one recently with somebody who said he doesn't think he'll ever play in front of an audience again. Oh. Now, this isn't just his job we're talking about. Yeah. This is Life what he is. And uh, you echoed a lot of that in that interview with, with Jackie about how hard it has been. And people would think, oh, it's Mary Cochran. She's, she's loaded. She's rich. She doesn't have to work anymore. <laughs> she's not. I did a gig. It's been so hard. It's been so hard not to be able to sing. I started walking around the Sugarloaf and broadcasting songs every day. <coughs> and The In The Garden one, is it? I, well, I've, I've, did, I've done 11 concerts in the garden now, but I used to just walk around the lanes of the mm -hmm. Sugarloaf and sing on Facebook Live one song every day. People loved it. Um, the album was to come out in May for my birthday. This I, is Life Story, yeah, as you were talking and about earlier on. I had a whole tour. I was doing Glastonbury. I was going to Norway. I was doing Finland. I was doing festivals everywhere. It all. It, once I accepted that it wasn't going to happen, I said, okay, what, what, what do I need to do here? You know, what am, how am I going to stay sane? I, I wasn't worried about drinking or, you know, I heard people on the radio People saying, oh, they're all gone back on the drink. I have a project that I've been trying to get off the ground for about 16 years. Um, and you, I don't know if you've ever heard of an album uh, Lieber and Stoller wrote for Peggy Lee called Mirrors. Mm -hmm. It was deleted after a thousand copies were made and sold because it got slaughtered in the press. The songs are very political about the rise of the Nazi party in America in 1939. And there's a song about mental health. There's a song about you know, taking your teeth out of a glass by the bed and putting on your hair and stuff. The songs are very disturbing. A lot of them deal with death, abuse, um, um, homophobia. And there are little, there are songs that Lieber and Stoller did with Peggy Lee, which was very brave of her to do. And they wanted them to be little, eventually, playlets. Mm -hmm. She wanted to perform all of the songs in a, in a, in a dram dramatic setting like, sort of like Kurt Vile yeah but, but it got slaughtered a thousand copies were printed of the album and the first time I went to New Zealand a guy called Dougie McLean gave me he said this is the only copy in New Zealand and I'm giving it to you because you'll do something with it 
So I have I have been working on it and we finally recorded most of it um, last week. Uh, I mean, we recorded some of the backing tracks last week. We'll do overdubs and I'll do the vocals. And uh, How are you funding this now? I got uh, six grand from that fund, you know, <laughs> that we won't talk about. And that's been really hard. I didn't get the money yet. You managed to say um, um, the F word and make it sound like yeah. fund. But I think most of us yeah. know what you were talking yeah. about. You'd have rather uh, use another word, would you? Oh, f- yeah. <laughs> fund. yeah, fund, 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 fund. Uh, um, so, um, we're... So you got this done for six grand? No, I didn't. It's going to cost 20 grand, you know. But we just did some... I uh, know I got six grand All from right. the... Yeah, yeah no. Um, so we st- I've started work on it, but it's, I've been really thinking about it a lot. We're working with Johnny Taylor on the arrangements. It's incredible. It's going to be absolutely... It's probably going to be... It's kind of a concept album. Yeah. Before and they did it in nineteen sixty three. Uh it took is that all there is is on it, you know? And that was the only song that was ever released and Peggy Lee won a Grammy for that. So that's the last song on the album and the other song and it's a real ne- it's real it's a real downer <laughs> of an album. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. Well, it's the the look, given the year we've all had, there's it's a, just there's, what we need. Well, there's an incredible amount of comfort and sucker and solace. To be gained from diving into that, and uh, you know, people want something that that pulls at their emotions. We've all ex- we've all felt something like that, yeah, to some extent. And so we get it; it will resonate. But it will become something. It's it has become something really, really beautiful. The music is really beautiful. Obviously, the songs are great. Peggy Lee's, inc- I mean, I cheeky covering all. It's it's an entire album done in twenty twenty one. Okay. As they did it in 1963. Listen, just very quickly, because we, we have to talk we about this. This record came, um, your own record, Life Stories, came out last year. Now, yeah. you should have taken that out. You should have toured it. Uh, yeah. uh, you should have made money on it. I will. Uh, well, hopefully you <laughs> will. Uh, but uh, just to give you, um, I, the very first track, Family Life, I presume that's Paul Buchanan and the Blue Nile, is it? Which is just an extraordinary song. The day my mother died, he released that album. Oh. I heard the track on, on, the, on open, the radio. The opening Family lines Life, of which? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I... I, I I don't think anybody can listen to that Starlight, song. Starlight, do you know me? It's just... Please don't look at me now. And that I'm voice falling of his. apart. That voice of his, which goes from a whisper to a scream yeah. in, in, in a second and takes your heart with it. Um, you, you... People are going to go, well, where do I get this? Can I buy this from a record shop? Do I buy it online? Do I have to write to Mary and will she send yeah, it out to I me? Yeah, I do. And I sign them and I paint little pictures. Every person who orders the CD gets a, a hand-painted Mary Cochran picture i didn't give you one though sorry well i'll send it to you that's okay life stories and uh, i took to draw pictures um on 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 sometimes sometimes orders would come in at the rate of 100 a day 200 a day especially if i do something like this Mm. you know (laughs) and then i sit there for a whole week drawing little pictures of mary in a boat going nowhere or me with a bunch of flowers or sitting on a rainbow there's always i feature somewhere in the picture just little with felt tip pens you know and and finger paints. I do a lot of finger painting. <laughs> really? Well, of course, see, did the grandkids get you into that or did, did you always yeah. do it? <laughs> no, no, the grandkids. The art is always in the house for the kids. The, the supplies are always there. Yeah. So I reverted to my childhood and started. Well, they say we do as we get older. We get to oh, a point stop, where we suddenly you? start to go back. But there's nothing wrong with that. I think the younger me is probably much nicer than the older me. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways. Um, so, yeah, so I do that. MaryCocklandMusic.com is where you buy it. And um, people actually have 
sent me money just I said can you just send me the cover with the picture or just send me a little picture because I listened to you on Spotify and they put the money into the PayPal account anyway ah I know and but they lo they want the cover because the cover is nice <laughs>